0: Hello there, welcome back. So today's episode is called rounding out hard work. One of the things that we are taught in our society is to work hard. And when you see an interview of somebody, maybe it's a basketball player, maybe it's an, like a person who's, who's built a business and made a lot of money. One of the characteristics, one of the things they always said that they did was work hard. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, I am. (laughs) I write like I'm talking to this group of people who aren't here. You're just listening from afar. So inevitably, they all say that they worked hard. Now, I would never take that working element out of it. I agree, right? There is an element of working and I don't know about it being hard as much as it being just like this committed, this driven, this desire. So it doesn't feel hard, but we often label it hard work. When I think of hard work, man, I think about digging a 10 a, a foot hole. Oh, that's hard in the summer. Oh man, which I've done, not myself, but you know, I've helped manage it. <laughs> When I think about working in the heat, right? When I was a kid, I was 16, 14. That no, was before I could license to work. So I must've been 14 and I, I detasseled corn in the summer. So you would like get started at like 5 a.m. So it's really early in the morning. It's dark and it's actually wet. And so you're wearing these clothes, long sleeves, because there's this other really interesting element where the leaves on the corn stalks will cut you. <laughs> Right? That's hard work. Because as the day goes, now you're wearing long sleeves and it's hot. That is hard work. But when I think about growing a business, this is not hard work. It's just work. Right? And so when I think about rounding it out, because when somebody tells me that what they did was work hard, what I hear is somebody who hasn't thought through What else to say to somebody? It was just that, like, we want a three-second audio clip. Here you go. But you're listening to this podcast because you want to build a business. You want to build a coaching business. You have people that you are passionate about who, if you don't show up and help them, they stay inside of the place where their life feels hard and you have this experience in your life that makes you uniquely positioned and and with the desire to help them. And so I want you to know what the well-rounded version of creating your results looks like because it's more than just effort. It's more than just time. It's more than just this sense of being a hard worker. And I was I don't know if you guys ever have conversations with yourself, but I was talking to myself this morning. It was almost like I was telling this other person. I don't know. Sometimes I have these conversations and I'm like, who are we? What are we doing right now? Having a made up conversation with a person <laughs> where they've never actually asked us anything. But I was having this made up conversation with myself today because we are in the process of closing on our dream house. And it just reminded me of my very first house, I I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And so when I moved to Fort Wayne from my childhood area, um, it was about 45 minutes away. And I came here and actually lived in one of my mom's rental houses. And so she let me stay in one of her rental properties. And it, it was just in a very um, underserved area, right? Lower income. Um, I remember that, you know, I had my, my child was probably three or four when we lived there, my, my oldest and the neighbor, she would play with the neighbor kids and they were over at our house and we had just gone blueberry picking. And there were these like, I don't know, two or three little kids from the neighbor house. And I just remember where they'd like, they'd never had blueberries before. And I just remember thinking, what? Like, how How are there people who have never eaten a blueberry? And I just felt so... And rich isn't the right word, because I definitely was not rich, right? But I just felt very, like, grateful for the exposure in life that I had had. Living in a smaller community, maybe with, you know, just having the mom I had. All the pieces, right? And I lived in this area that you know, is, is very low income kind of area. Very, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if there's um, more more shootings in that area. Just all the things, right? And then I think about this house that we're getting ready to buy. And I think about how different they are. And I think about who I have been at each part of my life to create this result right now. And it wasn't just hard work right? It wasn't even just this coaching business, right? Because some of you might look at it and you're like, oh, well, she just came in and she just started this coaching business and it just worked for her. No, (laughs) I think that's the best part of my story ever is that it didn't just work. It's like, it's every bit of who I've been becoming over, I don't know, 15 years and then who I had to become in my coaching business to spend two years making very little money and learning how to make money, and more and more money every year, doubling, right? It's like you have to learn how to be somebody different. You have to learn what the whole formula, the whole picture takes, rather than just this one element, which is working and and, and using time and effort, right? So I want to I wanna just bring in some more of those. Now, the number one variable is, is the thing that I teach my clients, which is using their mind in a very formulaic, strategic way. And so the way that I work with my clients in the Consistent Business Builder Mastermind is that I teach them how to see the world through a completely different filter. And that's very specific and very like, like we teach your brain to do that. What I'm gonna talk to you about on this podcast is actually the qualities of who you will be and how you will behave. And so even when you don't know that yet, you can still embody these and create amazing results. So the very first one, right? When we're rounding out hard work as you build your coaching business, one of those elements is going to be creating your own certainty. Now, there is so much uncertainty around us and our minds actually want us to dwell on what we don't know and what we're not certain about and what we're not in control of. But one of the things that I have done very consistently is that I create my own certainty. Now, there are definitely times and areas of my life where I don't, or I forget to. So always keep in mind that this is never an all or nothing. This isn't like I do it 100% of the time in every part of my life. No, some of you are actually gonna be really good at creating your own certainty in one area of your life. Maybe it's your your, um, your health, your weight, your how you eat. Another, you know, another might be in a job, another might be in how you parent or your marriage relationship. You're used to creating your own certainty, but you aren't used to doing that habit and skill in your business. This is one of my favorite things about how our mind works is that so often we actually do it in another area really well, but that we have to bring that expertise and that habit over into business. So creating your own certainty, especially inside of uncertainty, is a skill that somebody who creates the results that they want pairs with hard work. So let me give you an example. I want you to imagine, right, it's, it's January 2021 when I'm recording this at least. I don't know when you're going to listen to it. So it, it doesn't matter though, right? You have plan likely for how much money you want to create this year. And when you think about how much money you want to create this year, there is some uncertainty, right? It's like, you don't know how it's going to look because for, for one person, one of my clients, she like filled all of her one-on-one client spots and then she had a new problem. She had to figure out what she was gonna do next, (laughs) right? Like that's the kind of thing that you want to, like there there was uncertainty there though. She didn't know that that was gonna happen. She did what I teach my clients to do, which is focus on know the bigger picture and bring it down to one client at a time, right? And so when she was thinking about her year, I want you to think about bringing certainty to uncertainty. I have this goal, I have this general idea of how we will create it. And then there's tons of uncertainty in the pieces. But where you can be certain is you can be certain in yourself to show up. You can be certain in yourself to readjust back into that goal. You can be certain in yourself that you can be uncomfortable, that you can handle a challenge, that you are willing to work through it, that you've surrounded yourself with people who can help you, right? And so no matter where, right, it's, it's, it's this ability to see that there is uncertainty, But to realize that you can create certainty in yourself and how you will behave and who you choose to believe that you are and your willingness to keep going at this this result until you create it. You can create your own certainty, even in uncertainty. Another element of rounding out hard work is having a clear vision of what you want and what you don't want. And so when I started investing in real estate at 23, for example, here's what I knew for sure. I knew that I was a single mother who had a, let's see, a 23, I don't know, I had her when I was 17. So she was like five or six, right? So what I knew is that I was a single mother with a kid. What I knew was that my kid got in trouble. (laughs) Oh my gosh, all the trouble. And so I knew that I needed a job where I could be flexible enough to go and pick her up from daycare or school. And what I knew was that I didn't want to work a regular job. I didn't want to, because I always had these salary positions where they just were delighted to invite me to work 50 hours a week and pay me the exact same amount. And I had to find some other option for my kid. And I was just like, what, what am I doing here? (laughs) And I didn't want that. I knew I didn't want a 50 cent raise. I knew I didn't want my kid at daycare or with some babysitter after school. I knew that I didn't want to only have a couple of hours a night with my kid, right? I knew what I didn't want. And in knowing what you don't want, you can actually make it so much clearer and easier for yourself to see what you do want. And and sometimes if you're like, I don't really know what I want, you start with what I don't want, and it will, it will make it so much easier to see what you do want. Because what I wanted was I wanted another income that would allow me to never have to stay at a job that I didn't want to be at, that would allow me to work fewer hours because I had money coming in from from multiple places. It, it allowed me to, because because what I ended up doing was I got a job where I only worked while my kid was in school. And so she went to school from like 8.30 to 2.15, and those were the hours I worked. And you right? Like if I hadn't known that there was something that I wanted and that it was possible for me to create it, I would have just kept following this this standard that everybody else follows. But I knew I wanted something different, right. So it's having that clear vision, that fire, that drive. The other part of this, and I, I kind of hinted it to it there, is it's this willingness to see what's possible and go after it again right like when I think about real estate I knew it was possible because my mom had real estate to have have real estate and have this other income and maintain it now keep in mind there was so much uncertainty you guys I think real estate's such a great example although it all ties over to coaching as well because I did not have any like trust that I knew I didn't have any trust in my skill as in like a person who could do things but here's what I knew with real estate I knew that I could put trash in a garbage bag and haul it to the road. I knew that I could paint walls. I knew that I could talk to people. I knew that I could figure it out. I knew I could ask my mom for help if I needed to. I knew that I was surrounded by people who would help me if I needed it. Right? I had that certainty inside of uncertainty. And it's going to be the same thing in your coaching business. Right, It's this creating certainty and uncertainty. It's having a clear vision of what you want and what you don't want. And this third one, it's having a willingness to see what's possible and go after it without any like proof other than maybe just other people have done it, right? You have that sense of possibility, but it's that, it's that, it's that desire. Like, I think I can do it. I'm going to try. I'm not going to stop trying until I do it right? It's that willingness to just keep going, even through the uncertainty, even through all the pieces of you that it's like, I don't know, (laughs) right? Because I could have dwelled on that. I could have dwelled on being a 23-year-old woman with no skills at real estate. I mean, I remember when I bought my first car and my first house, actually, because I did it all in one year. I bought my first two real estate properties or rental properties. I bought a brand new car and I bought a house. And I remember going to my mom and saying, are you sure I have money to do this? (laughs) I had no concept of money either and she was just like yep you do and I was like okay then (laughs) and that is another piece of it is it's a willingness to like go forward and try now was I naive probably but it worked right and and it was that willingness to keep trusting myself to show up and what I see so many coaches do is rather than Go with that willingness of like, okay, let's just go do it. Because you know what I didn't have there, you guys? I had an absence of thought. <laughs> and sometimes, right, we can we can hold that against ourselves. But what I often see in coaches is they have too many thoughts. They're drowning in their thoughts. I'm not a good enough coach. I don't know if I'm going to be able to help people. I don't know if I can help them get this result. I don't know this. I don't know this. I've never run a business. I don't know anything about money. no. I didn't have to do a money mindset course to go out and say, okay, I'm gonna, because how I bought my first real estate property is we had a friend of the family. And again, I was so uncomfortable with all of this, but my mom said it was a good idea. And she was like, well, why don't you just ask him if he will loan you, how much money was it? It was probably $20,000, right? So again, I'm 23 years old. I work at a job that I make $27,000 for the whole year. And my mom is like, you should go ask this guy, this friend of the family, right? Like, I mean, I don't know him that well. He's a friend of the family. And I should go ask him if he'll loan me $20,000 to buy these. I actually only went to buy one house. And while I was there, I bought two, right? Because it's apparently how I roll. <laughs> and it was uncomfortable, but I didn't overthink it, right? It was that simple. Like my mom was like, yep, you can do it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Because as a coach, sometimes I tell my clients, yeah, that's a good idea. You could do that. And And rather than them hear that and be like, oh. Okay, they second guess it, they question it, they struggle. They, they resist understanding it, they resist wanting it to be easy, they stay inside of that like, like, oh, but what about all this and that like, right? And it's like, no, you are actually teaching yourself to hear somebody, something that somebody you trust says and just that like, okay, I'm going to practice the absence of thought. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Another element, right, when we think about rounding out hard work, because it's not just working hard, there's more to it than that, right? It's creating your own certainty. It's a willingness to see possibility and keep going after it until you get the result you want. It's this willingness to create a clear vision of what you want and you don't want and let that drive you. And the other piece of it was that I had this sense that I could create money rather than just waiting for it or working for it and it, it had such a sense of power inside of me now where did I pick that up maybe it was from a sales position that I had I remember I think I was like 18 and I sold rainbow vacuums and I went door to door and I hated it and I loved it right I loved I loved that sense of being in control of creating the result that I wanted that the more doors I knocked on The more I created my own results and that I was skewing it in my favor. I love the idea that I could practice and like like say things in certain ways that would make people more willing and open to experiencing the thing I was selling. Right. I love that. That created such a feeling of control inside of me. And so where I think a lot of people get this sense that a job is what pays them money and that they can just have a little bit of a raise and that that's totally normal. I, because of maybe, maybe because of that, maybe it was Mary Kay, right? It could have been anything, but I just had that planted in me that I could create money that I didn't have to wait for a raise that I didn't have to do it with number of hours worked. Maybe it was even reading the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It's actually an excellent book. I highly recommend reading it, Um, especially if you haven't had these types of experiences to teach and train your brain to think in a business setting. But it's thinking and and going into this place where it's like, I create my results. It's not effort. It's not time. And yet it is, right? I'm not saying it's the absence of effort and time, but those things aren't what create it. It's the sense that I create my results. And when I think I create money, then I go out and and from a very powerful in control space, I look at how do I want to create it? So when you think about right? Like rounding out hard work. We could sum it up with just these. Now, are there more? Sure, right? Like we could add in things like um, trusting yourself, building the muscle of trusting yourself, which is really right. Like you, you already do it in a lot of ways, but it's building that muscle in your business. Another thing we could add in here would be um, Imagining a future and then showing up to create it, right? I think that's the same with the, that possibility, but it's like, it's just believing that you do it. It's so simple. And yet, often what people do is they show up to their business with this uncertainty like, I don't know if it's going to work. No. Choose to believe you figure it out, that you don't quit, right? And this is actually a self-identity thing. In my business, I have this sense of power, this sense of, I don't know if it's a feeling or if it's a thought, but it's this sense that I am relentless, that I will create what I want, not from this like pressure and hard place, but from like, I am I see what's possible and there's no reason for me not to go after it and just have so much fun doing it. But here's what's really fun and fascinating to me. I do not have that same sense of identity when it comes to weight loss. In weight loss, I make myself very much the victim of food and people like, oh, well, my husband brought it home, right? Like I don't feel that same sense of who I am. And so that's what I tell. That's what I mentioned earlier, you guys, is that you might be bringing it from another area that you're really good at it to teach your brain in another area, right? We might bring into this rounding out hard work, playing a long game over quick cash. Now, if we think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, what we know is is that people have basic needs that need to be met. I've recently watched season one of um, Undercover Billionaire, and it's the same thing in season two, but it's the sense that it's like they get a hundred dollars cash and they get a vehicle and they're going to build a million dollar business in 90 days. But when you only have a hundred dollars cash and a vehicle, the very first thing that they have to do is they have to find like a place to, to stay. They have to find food, right? They have to cover their basic needs. And when a coach is trying to build a coaching business, and their basic needs aren't being met. Now, often what we have is a lot of thoughts. They're like, well, I don't have any money, but they have money, right? So it's like you have to you have to separate them out because sometimes it's just a mind issue where your brain thinks that there's a problem versus an actual, like, I'm not going to be able to eat if I don't make money. I'm not going to be able to pay my rent, right? And so the way you build a coaching business is you have to make sure your needs are met first, because when you're building a business, you have to play a long game over quick cash. Now, if you need quick cash, though, what does that mean? That means you have to get a job. You have to find a way that covers your, your like need for cash. But your business It has to be a long game because when you come to your business and you're thinking like, how do I get cash fast? You're going to behave differently. You're going to take on different clients. And then when you start working with a bunch of clients that you created from a need for quick cash, you're not going to enjoy your business the same way as if you had a higher standard of who you work with, who you don't and why. Right? So when we round out hard work, we could add in playing a game for like a long game over quick cash. Another element we could add in here is serving your clients and you. So if you just want to serve other people, what those people are doing is they're creating a nonprofit. But what I see so often is is this like hybrid where they're like, well, I want to make it all about them and to get the sacrifice of themselves. But no, your business is a hundred percent about you. It's you making decisions, it's you honoring those decisions, it's you choosing those things based on what you want and what you're willing to show up and and all that, right? What serves you and 100% what serves your clients. And when you add all those things in, you guys, when you think about rounding out hard work, you're no longer just working hard, right? You're doing so much more than that. You're building a business, but you're building out an identity of who you are. You're telling your brain who it is you're becoming. You're becoming, you're being a person in your business who creates certainty and uncertainty inside of uncertainty. You're being a person, right? This is identity. It's who you think you are, who who can see possibility and go after it until you create the result. That's just a series of thoughts you have about yourself. You you see yourself as a person who has a vision, who's spent time building out why you want this thing and and why you don't want it, right? Like why you're willing to show up and do it because you want to. You're building out a version of yourself that has more to it than just how hard did I work and how much effort did I put out there so that when you don't create the result you want, your brain knows what to look at other than just effort effort and time. Okay, you guys, this is so good. I love working hard, but I love working hard in a well rounded way that feels not hard, not full of pressure, not full of all the stuff that doesn't feel good. So go out and build your business today from that place. Because here's the thing, you think I'm helping you, which I am. But what I've been thinking about lately is really, I am partnering with you, right? The person who has their earbuds in, who's listening to this podcast right now, I am partnering with you to help you serve your people. And some of those people, right, they come and... This is what I love about coaching coaches is that your clients are so diverse. Your clients scan... Like they, they just start... They're everybody, And that means that when I coach you, when you listen to this podcast, really, I'm helping you help your people. So let's get out there this week and let's help your people. Let's don't just work hard. Let's have a well-rounded element of working in your business. Okay. Have a great week.